Please sit comfortably. Good evening, everyone on screen and in the room. Um, I wanted to talk about a, a koan tonight, which I've never really talked about much before, but it's um, a very well-known koan, and it's a very, very interesting koan. And I just want to use it really as a platform to, um, to talk about some aspects of Dharma practice. But it's case 38 of the Mumon Khan, and it's Wudzu's buffalo passes through the window. So the case is, Wudzu said, it is like a buffalo that passes through a latticed window. Its head, horns, and four legs all pass through. Why can't its tail pass through as well? That's a question. And uh, Wumen's comment, if you can get upside down with this one, discern it clearly and give a turning word to it, then you can meet the four obligations above and give comfort to the three existences below. But if it is not yet clear, pay close attention to the tail and you will resolve it at last. And the verse? Passing through, falling in a ditch, turning beyond, all is lost. This tiny little tail, what a wonderful thing it is. Uh-huh. So these koans are often a, really just a metaphor for life, but they're interesting. Um, but uh, I had a brief moment before um, Sarthen tonight just to look at other commentaries on this koan, and I must say I, I, went, I came away from them feeling unsatisfied with the commentaries that other teachers had made on them. And it's often sort of very esoteric and very wordy, um, but it's not really, it's not um, addressing the, the theme of this koan. And in one word, what I think the theme of this koan is, is playfulness. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'd like to address within the context of Zen practice tonight. So if you look at the metaphor, the cow can get partly through, nearly all the way through, like it gets its head through, horns, legs, but the tail won't get through. So part of the metaphor is about passing through something uh, and and getting out the other side. And in some ways you could see that that is a metaphor for Dharma practice, like we're passing through from suffering to the awakened life, do you know, um, and getting through. And, you know, it's like we've, we've made progress in our practice. We've got a better intellectual understanding of the Dharma. We've done a lot of meditation and we're calmer, you know, getting into a state of samadhi. Practice the precepts, become a good person. Uh-huh. Still can't get through. Still can't get through. Well, all those parts got through, but there's something that can't get through. And it's just a tiny little bit on the end. The thing is that um, this idea of passing through and getting somewhere and getting stuck is all a bit of a nonsense. Right? <clears throat> there's no and one one very well-known Zen teacher who who uh, was a Joker's teacher who had taken many, many people through koan practice and said, through koan practice said, 
I haven't even passed the first karma. Uh-huh. I haven't even passed because, in a sense, there's nothing to be passed. Yeah. And if you look at the way nature is, nature or well, life is just a, a play of energy. That's all it is. It's just a play of energy coming and going to different forms: wind, rain, heat, storms. You know, quiet, sunset, you know, moon coming out. All just a play of light and energy and so on. And that's fundamentally what it is. And as I said in the beginning of, of um, our meeting tonight, is that in a sense, essentially, Zazen is a is a, a looks on the outside as like it's very serious. But at its core, it's just being one with that playful energy of life and just watching it coming and going and being being a part of it. Um, and if you think of nature, you know, does a does a flower think about whether it's making progress? Like, you know, make better flowers this year than last year. It wasn't as good as the year before. You know, or that or that birds, you know, reflect on whether they're making better eggs this year or the ones before or whatever it might be. There's none of this comparison going on. They're just doing what they're doing in the, the play of energy in, in, in life. And um, what can be missing from our practice um, that we need to, to touch base with, which I think this koan comes down to, as much as we make progress in certain kind of ways, um, at, at the core of it, there's, there's nothing but enjoying the play of being alive. That's that's really the whole point of Zen practice. Not to achieve anything, not to pass anything, but just experience the play of energy in being alive. And and when you do that it's a very kind of vibrant experience. And what in a sense stops us from just experiencing the play of energy and the joy of energy is that um, all of us, to one degree or another, including me, um, we're all taking ourselves a bit too seriously, you know, and Dharma practice becomes a very serious thing to do. Buddhism becomes a very serious thing to do. Um, but when you're no longer taking yourself seriously, that's really what the, the awakened life is. It's mm-hmm. really what it is. Um, so, Passing this koan, if it can be passed, it can be passed. Um, but it becomes passed when you really touch that playful aspect of yourself. And if you, if you see, koans become difficult or easy according to how much um, we, we can kind of embody life as it is. When you just embody life as it is, then koan practices kind of easy or obvious, you know. Um, but when, you, when you're out of touch with that, then it can become difficult. So if you engage the, the playful side of you, that playful aspect of yourself in this colour, then the response to it becomes pretty clear. It just sort of comes out. Mm-hmm. But whether you do Cohen study or you don't do Cohen study, whether it's just through Shikantaza, 
remember that um, the end of the day, you're culting a playful way of being in the world. <clears throat> and it's your true nature. Mm-hmm. There's some, finally, there's some research they did years ago on um, uh, the experience of very, uh, of research into very experienced meditators, people have been meditating for years and years and people who are fairly new at it. And what they found out was that the, um, the, the old-time meditators just had the same hang-ups as everyone else, but they didn't take themselves quite so seriously. That was the difference. Uh-huh. You can still get anxious, you know, irritable and things like that, but um, there wasn't a second reaction to that in what's wrong with me or what's wrong with others or what's missing. Um, it's just a playfulness when we don't take ourselves seriously, and that's the very essence of Zen practice. <clears throat>